For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Thunder fans, uh, we've been looking forward to something interesting happening for the Thunder uh, as far as free agency following our three signings. Uh, the moratorium's almost over. Been lots of rumors about the Thunder maybe dropping some salary this offseason. And big news in that regards, the Thunder managed to drop $6.5 million of salary Uh which is like more than we expected, but uh, the the problem is we dumped Paul George <laughs> to do it, which is not great, Bob. Uh, okay, so I'm I'm joined with Dylan Hunsinger, who woke up in the middle of the night to join this emergency in the worst sense podcast. Dylan, how are you? Not great, man. I I sit here upstairs in my sitting on my son's bed in my underwear um very <laughs> tired because i was asleep and i was awoken by an earthquake of my phone vibrating by everyone i know calling and texting me <laughs> and once i saw what happened i couldn't go back to sleep <laughs> yeah it turns out that that earthquake that interrupted the summer league in california wasn't the only earthquake across the nba this evening, also joined out of Omaha, Nebraska, where there's probably never been an earthquake until now, by Matty Moles. Uh, I'm going to be sick. I'm going to be sick. I, I, when, when that notification came across my phone, I, I don't know. No. I've had a notification sent my own. the Thunder where I was like, like, dope. Like, we got PG, and then dope, dope, got... You know, you know, Cole Anthony. And now I'm, oh, <laughs> what the hell just happened? Man, and we uh, had I, like, yeah. we had like two minutes of, of joy where it was like, ah, Kawhi went to the Clippers. This is awesome. Like, he didn't go to the Lakers. They don't have that big three that's just going to dominate the league. This league's as wide open as ever. And, and that's still true. But two minutes later, the follow-up tweet from Woj, uh, saying that sources mm-hmm. Oklahoma City is getting a massive package of future picks, including Shea Gilgis-Alexander and Danilo Gallinari, to deliver Kawhi Leonard, who he wanted to partner with, Paul George. Just blew up our world, man. Yeah. And, you know, like, like when, when I woke up, I just saw the tweet that said we traded Paul George, and I tried to go back to sleep. I mean, it's like 2.30 in the morning over here on the East Coast, and 
I couldn't go back to sleep, like I said, but like it wasn't until I got up out of bed and like started to become a little bit more coherent that I realized, oh, not only did we trade Paul George to the Clippers randomly, we traded him to the Clippers and Kawhi's at the Clippers too. So now the best defensive Mm -hmm. pairing of all time (laughs) is happening in LA. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just in the interest of, uh, information uh, here are the rest of the tweets from Woj uh, Kawhi Leonard has been recruiting Paul George to find a way to get to the Clippers and, L- and LA pulled it off tonight George goes to the Clippers with Leonard and together they walk into Staples Center to go head to head with LeBron James and Anthony Davis after Leonard pushed George to find a way to get to the Clippers Paul George approached the team and requested a trade league sources tell ESPN OKC was left with no choice and made the best out of a difficult situation per sources. The Clippers are sending the Thunder four unprotected first round picks uh, sidebar, which would be more awesome if they weren't going to be so awesome. <laughs> like, I'd love to have an unprotected first round pick from a bad team, but the Clippers are going to be great. Uh, they are also sending one protected first round pick and two pick swaps along with Gallinari and out Gilgis Alexander. And uh and then there's one treat from uh Shams. You got that one, Maddie? Yeah. Uh so this is the one. So yes, that's that man's everybody's gonna talk, talk about. But this, this is the one that's that's gonna stick. And this is the one that OKCC fans are really gonna hate. Rival NBA teams have been aware of the discontent of OKC stars, Paul George, George and Russbrook. Leagues as tell the athletic and stadium. Uh, Leonard Leonard Clippers recent days to taste him a second star, and they did did. So where is this dis- discontent? First of all, yeah, I don't really understand it, man. That that was you know the next thing. Like you know, I was talking to my buddy, um, just talking about the trade, and I was looking at the tweets, and I saw that come across my timeline. I'm like, what What the heck? What What discontent? Like, I thought Paul George and Russell Westbrook were, like, closer than Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook ever was. Like, I thought, like, you know, their families were tight with each other's families. I thought they were the brothers that they never had. And then, well, what what was this discontent? And then, you know, it's, it's like you were saying, Stephen, that Paul George kind of um, – he requested the trade. Kawhi reached out to Paul, which, as Maddie alluded to, tampering. But Kawhi reached out to Paul and tried to get him to come to L.A. any way possible. And um, as Royce reported, OKC was not interested in dealing with another Anthony Davis situation, uh, having a disgruntled star on their hands. So they made the move that nobody really wanted to make. And here we are at 3 o'clock in the morning talking about our feelings <laughs> man out of the thunder blue like i i just can't wrap my head around it still it's just look we were going into today thinking like maybe the thunder have one more move to like dump patrick patterson and then out of the blue this information that apparently there's discontent between the thunder superstars just comes out of the blue, I just can't stop saying out of the blue because I it, I can't wrap my head around it and just man, uh, man. True Thunder fashion. It's 
it, it hurts me. I'm I'm I my, my heart is injured right now. Like I can't. I love Paul George. I I thought he was. I thought him and Russell Westbrook were very very close and that he wouldn't just like up and leave because we had a bad playoff performance in which both of his shoulders were torn up um man <laughs> yeah basically yeah. yeah basically all right all right so so the thunder Look, I mean, it's always better if you're trading a superstar to get assets from the other team that are from bad teams. Because when you're trading Paul George to a team, that team automatically becomes pretty good. And especially when they're getting Kawhi Leonard on top of that. Uh, they're, and they were a playoff team last year. Yeah. So so their picks aren't going to be worth that much. I, I assume that two of the picks the Thunder are getting back in this are going to be the two picks that they have from the Miami Heat, yeah, who yeah. also who also recently just picked up Jimmy Butler, um, so their picks also might not be that terrible in the near future. Uh, but yeah, I guess let's just talk. Like I, we're gonna we're gonna come back to how we feel about Paul George and how we feel about this trade and and our shock like in the upcoming podcasts i'm sure that we'll talk ad nauseum about that stuff but i don't think we've had a chance to fully wrap our heads around it yet so for now let's just talk about kind of where the thunder are going to be at after this trade right which is having what was it like four unprotected picks and two pick swaps uh shea gilgis alexander and danilo gallinari replacing paul george uh, still with Russell Westbrook on the roster, still with Steven Adams. What do you guys think the Thunder's strategy strategy should be moving forward right now? Uh, well, I'm in the camp that, you know, obviously this franchise carries a great deal for Russell Westbrook. We owe a great deal to Russell Westbrook. And in this situation, which nobody saw coming, uh, Royce Young, Red Dawson both reported like this was never in the Thunder's plan. They, you know, they signed Albert, they signed Mike Muscala. You know, they were making these moves. They weren't trying to rebuild. <laughs> they were anticipating moving Paul George out of nowhere. But you know, th- this earth shattering thing happened. So I think you go to Russell Westbrook and you ask him, "What do you want to do? Do you want to be here? Do you want us to try to fix this, or do you want to go somewhere else?" Out of respect to him, because you know that's the kind of player he is. You know, he stuck with us when he really had no reason to, and you know that that's the first thing you gotta do. And say Russ Westbrook's like, "No, I want to you know stick this through. I want to fight this out. I have to trust you guys. I want to see what you can do." You have a lot of assets that you could potentially move to you know, improve this roster uh, with a guy like Shea, who is, you know, I know a lot about Shea, okay? He played at Kentucky. Let's go ahead and get it out of the way. Hashtag BBN. You know, we talk about it all the time. Um, 
he he was a lottery pick last year. He showed up in a huge – I think he was second-team all-rookie last year, and he showed up in a huge way in the playoffs uh, against the Golden State Warriors. He's going to be a baller. He's going to be a good player. He's a good point guard to bring in off your bench. That being said, if you have Shea on your team, having Dennis Schroeder is a little redundant. So I think Schroeder is probably going to be moved. Um, you know, and like you have, you know, that uh, collection of draft picks. I'm sorry. I'm struggling with my words right now. <laughs> you have that collection okay. of draft picks that you can kind of, you know, package with a player here, a player there, and maybe you can try to get somebody back. But I mean, I think the first thing you got to do is you got to go to Russ and be like, all right, what do you want to do? Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, just just a little update right now. Mark Stein reported that the picks are unprotected from the Clippers in 2022, 24, and 26. And the first from Miami, 2021 unprotected and 23 lottery protected. And then we get swap rights with the Clippers in 23 and 25. So that's a lot. The thing is, those teams might be good, so it might not be that good. That's <laughs> We're hoping by 2024 and 2026 that those teams suck. So yeah. we'll, we'll see. That's basically the goal, right? Because or else you're getting late first-round draft picks. Like 2022 from the Clippers? What is that, the 27th pick? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. All right, so a little technical difficulties. Uh, the point Maddie was about to make is that Danilo Gallinari's $22 million does come off the books after this upcoming season. He's expiring. So, I mean, look, I, I guess what we need to decide as Thunder fans is whether we're looking at the Russ, Gilgis Alexander, Gallinari and Adams big big four big like one and then three smaller ones as the future of this team or if we're looking at at this as a way to kickstart a rebuild and I agree with you Dylan that like we don't want to just like ship Russ somewhere that makes him sad like we're, we're not trying to do him like that I totally agree and I was looking around the league at teams who currently possess first round draft picks of bad teams and there just really aren't very many um boston has a memphis pick that's the only one i could have really spotted and they just picked up kimba walker so i don't think they're interested in russ so i'm not really sure what the solution is but for me personally like if i was russ i'd want out and if i'm the thunder I'd I want to tear this to the ground personally. Hashtag the process for me. What do you think? I mean, I don't know, man. I just we haven't really, you know, since the Thunder's been a franchise, we haven't experienced a rebuild. Mm-hmm. So I'm I don't know. I'm just short to say that it's gonna happen until it happens. Like as soon as the woes tweet comes through that we've traded Russell Westbrook for. X, Y, and Z, like, okay, the rebuild is officially beginning. But until that happens, man, I don't know. Like, I mean, and, and you saw, like, whenever, you know, whenever Preston made the trade for Paul George, he wasn't done there. Like, you know, he 
still may moves after that. I don't think this is the only move we're going to see. And I mean, you know, obviously it could be Russell Westbrook that could be the next trade, but if Russ decides he wants to stay and, you know, stick it out, there's a lot of moves that could be made. Um, yeah, I totally, I totally agree. There are more moves to come because just like, look at this team, right? You got Russ. What, what's the starting five right now? I guess you have to. I guess you have to play Russ and Shea somehow because Shea's awesome. Yeah. Uh, Ferg, Gallinari, and Adams. Is that your starting five? It, does that team make the playoffs in this Western Conference? I don't think it does. Yeah. So then what are we doing, man? Like, and then it's like, you got a, you got Russ under, con- under contract for four more years, mm. Adams for two more grant for the, just this last one, Robertson for this last one. Like, man, I'm, I, I know it's like a hard pill to swallow considering an hour ago, we thought this would be the Thunder's best chance at a championship since Katie left. I thought so too. And, but personally, I'm still on that pill and I'm like, this is a rebuild. Like, this is sell everything. And, and we have this great, like, nest egg of picks to start it with. And all the uh, future first round draft picks that the Thunder have traded are lottery protected. And to me, it's just like, we're kicking off a rebuild right now. Well, I, mean, I, <laughs> I, I hate it. I hate it. Don't, I'm not rooting for it, but yeah. like it's it's I mean, I'm an accountant and like it's just like this is what the math makes sense for me right now. I mean, you know, if that's what happens, that's what happens. But yeah. you know me, I'm positive. I'm optimistic. I'm always looking to the best part of it. So until it happens. But that's just what I'm saying. But hey, if we do kick off a rebuild, there's a certain uh, player for the Miami Heat I wouldn't mind us maybe acquiring via trade. <laughs> yeah, they got a, a little white, <laughs> little white shooter guy. Yeah. Hey, sure. He's been doing good. Don't even look. I don't want. I, you're just. You're. I, I feel like you might just be happy about all this because we might end up with. Gilgis Alexander and Hero on the same team. It's like no, pumped. No. 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 Just stop. <laughs> I'm just trying to find positives in this man. Or there's very little to be positive about. Yeah, it's pretty rough. Um I don't know. Maybe maybe Russ for all those young guys from New Orleans from the Lakers. <laughs> Maybe that's a thing that could happen. I don't know. Nah, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's tough to speculate on. It's tough. I mean, I, I did. I looked around the league at all the draft picks, and there's nobody that is really intriguing as far as draft pick compensation anymore. So maybe start looking at young players. But, I mean, all in all, it's just a huge bummer, man. I was so excited for this season. We got Trey Burks in. We, we had we had firm backups for our three stars to like get them some load management. 
And then uh, it turns out that Paul George wanted wanted out after. I mean, look, bright side. You want, you want a bright side from me? I think I know what you're gonna say. So go ahead. Yeah, bright side. He didn't do us like KD, right? We got some stuff back. Yeah. He didn't just walk on us. I thought you was going to say Kawhi and Paul George haven't been the most durable in their career, but that works too. Oh, well, that's just, uh, that's hardcore, man. No, I don't, I don't mean I'm wishing for an injury. I'm just saying like, you know, they haven't been the most healthy, so maybe it doesn't work out the best way. I'm not saying like, you know, I want them to get hurt. I'm just saying, um, you know, just like the Warriors, you know, they had, you know, two straight years, no injuries, and then, you know, it just came back and, you know, snake bit them in, in the end. So, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, nothing, nothing's guaranteed in this league, you know. That's that's all I'm trying to say. Yeah, the bright side to me is, and this is per Adrian Wojnarowski, quote-unquote, a record-setting collection of draft choices. Yeah. So, like, if, if you're going to lose one of these guys, like – that's what you hope for. Uh, you you actually hope for not losing one of these guys. But if you're going to do it, that's the best case scenario now. Again, I mean, I have to just keep saying this. They're not going to be good draft picks for a while. Because the Clippers are going to be good. And the Heat just got Jimmy Butler. So the bright side isn't even that bright. It's a sad day for Thunder fans everywhere. Um, honestly, I think our best asset for the next five years is, is Sam Presti. Yeah. And and hopefully his ability to nail draft picks and turn these late draft picks into something real. Um, Shea Gilgis Alexander is good, but like you could get really good draft picks for him at the moment, you know? So like... Like you said, I don't think that the Thunder are done this summer now. I, th- I thought they were yesterday. <laughs> but now there's lots to come for the Thunder summer. This is going to be a completely different team next October, whatever, next Halloween than it was last season. And that's disappointing. Uh, but it gives us a lot to talk about. That you're not wrong about that. It gives us a whole lot to talk about. <laughs> so yeah, I uh, happy happy that we're able to bring you this emergency content. Sad that we had to. Uh, this is one of the darker days in Oklahoma City Thunder history, and worse than that, it came again. Completely out of the blue. So, yeah, just just a rough day. So, sorry we have to tell you all this, Thunder fans. I got a question for you. Yeah, yeah, what's up, Dylan? What you got? What's worse? This or the Harden trade? Uh, The Harden trade is worse than this. Yeah, yeah. We didn't get as good a haul. We got, I mean, like you said, it's a record-setting haul. So uh, I've seen some people compare it to that, and I get it. But well, so 
the Harden trade, he didn't demand a trade. Harden didn't demand a trade. Uh, why, are yeah. you lo- why are you looking at me like that? No, no, no. Uh, I wasn't. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> Harden, yes. didn't de- Harden didn't demand a trade. Yeah. Uh, he he was given an offer that was slightly below his max and, and didn't accept it immediately, so we shipped him out while he also had just severely underperformed in the finals and uh, rumors have it that he was partying his ass off in Miami during the finals and the Thunder players weren't very happy about it. <laughs> so that had a, a hand to play in that. Um, and the fact of the matter is nobody knew how good Harden was at the time. There were yeah. several deals for him that were passed up for that. And as of now, the, uh, you know, Paul George just finished third in the MVP and third in the defensive player of the year in the same year. And that's the guy we're losing. But he got us some stuff in return. And I mean, the fact is, like, it's not, we weren't in the finals last year. (laughs) You know, that's what hurt specifically about the Harden trade is that we were in the finals the year before and we thought we were going to be in the finals for the next seven years. And it it disrailed that. But this, uh, this hurts. This hurts like in a more final way, you know, like that hurt. And I like it alters what we're looking for going forward. I I feel like this hurts in a, well, that's the end of that kind of way for me personally, because I don't think this team will be very good next year. So again, I'm just like, blow it up. Yeah. Cause it's like, whenever we tried to harden, we still had wrestling KD. Mm-hmm. And whenever KD went to the Warriors, we still had Russ, and I mean to a lecture extent, but I mean he he was still getting his own right. We had Vic. Vic was a good player, and you know now losing PG, it's just like we got Russ. <laughs> yeah, and we've seen what that looks like already. Yeah, and that's but, not. I mean, it was fun that year, but it's not going to be that fun again. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm but, just like, I'm just like blow it up. Like let's just hit the reset button. I mean maybe that's just me personally, but I don't I don't see another way that makes sense for the franchise moving forward. We want to be an eight seed. Is that what we're doing? Better than not being. <laughs> Is it? Uh, I'd rather be an eight seed than a fringe playoff team, but yeah. I I'd rather be an eight seed than a fringe playoff team, but I'd rather be the second overall pick than an eight seed. Yeah. Yeah. So these are tough decisions that Presti's going to have to make. Uh, luckily, we know that if he does choose to hit that reset button, we know he's the right guy to be resetting. And and frankly, I think um, Billy Donovan is the right coach to be resetting too. I think he's I think he's shown that he's really good with young players. Uh, I think he'll have a good influence on Shea Gilgis Alexander if we choose to keep him. Um, definitely on whoever we choose to draft with this smorgasbord of <laughs> future picks, whether they're late picks or early picks. So. 
It's a rough situation. Huh? Ben's own. Hami and Shay played together in college. Yeah, we got Hami, Shay, Burton, Baysmore. Baisley. Baisley. And then uh, seven other picks. And then we'll see what happens with Russ and Adams and Robertson and Grant. Man. It, it's it's just it's gonna take a while for us to wrap our heads around this, but we'll do it. And you know, here's our immediate reactions. Hopefully, it brings you some comfort, or at least some. Uh, you know, there there's some people there feeling the same things you are, Thunder fans. So, regardless, as always, Thunder up. Thunder up. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.